Um, uh, after sitting uh, through uh, two hours already, we have to have something with covered Purim, a little bit lighter, you know. The covered Yamna Bamalena Latoiba. So we know if you uh, look at the beginning of the Megillah, the Megillah begins, and it begins with the Ois Vav. The Megillah Sester begins with the letter Vav. And very interestingly, the Megillah also ends with the Ois Vav, right? What's the Pshat, right? There has to be a reason why the Megillah begins with the Ois Vav and it ends with the Ois Vav. Then we find something very interesting. At the end of the Megillah in Perak Yud, the Pasuk says like this, so what we have over here is a creek sieve. Even though it's red, nevertheless, it's ksiv, it's spelled achashroish. It's spelled missing two vavs, right? Aleph, ches, shin, reish, shin. The first vav is missing, the second vav is missing. What happened to the vavs, right? The case of the missing vavs. So it starts with the vav, it ends with the vav, but for some reason, at the end of the Megillah, Achashverosh's name is spelled missing two vavs, right? Ein beis hamedrash belichidosh. So even though many years ago we said over a part, but we're going to add, if you look also at the end of the Megillah, it says, Kiemu v'kibelu, right? Kiemu v'kibelu. But that's a Kri Kibel like siv. It's written, Kibel, Kibel, v'kiem, missing the two vavs. So we, it's written without the vavs, but it's read with the vavs. So there's something special about the ois vav in the Esther. It begins with a vav, it ends with a vav. Achashverosh loses his vavs, right? Sometimes Purim is spelled Malay with the vav. Rav Chaim Knievsky points out in the time of the crop. Twice in the Esther, Purim is spelled with the vav. Other times Purim is spelled without a vav. Okay. Then the Gemara Megillah tells us about, you know, our good friend Achashverosh. So what's Pshat in the name Achashverosh? You know, what were his parents thinking? Where'd they get that, right? Where'd they get that name from? Right? By the bread, what they say? Vikarishma Achashverosh. So the Gemara Megillah says, Whoever mentions Achashverosh, he says, Oive, right? Ach. The Marsha says, Ach is a lashon of, you know, woe. Like in Yiddish, you know, Ach and Vey. Ach. To his head. Why dafka his head? I care if it's his head, his tooth, his toe. What do I care? Say, ach to the guy. I need to know it's his head? Okay. If you open up your chumash and you have a chumash, now we know that the parsha the Mayadim is parsha's emar. Right? Parsha's emar talks about all the yom and toivim. Starts with Pesach, talks about um, Shavuos, then it goes to Rosh Hashanah, it talks about Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Finished. Finished. That's the end of all the Mayadim, which are Midai Raisa. And then, after all the Mayadim, what's the first thing it says in Emar after the Mayadim? Right? So, what's that a remez to? Hanukkah. Hanukkah, right? After talking about all the Yom and Tavim and Daraisa, it, it alludes to Hanukkah. Okay? And the, the uh, Rakeach. No problem. The Rakeach says that this is a remez to Hanukkah. Take a look in your Chemoshim. Parshas Emar, every Yom Tav we learn from Parshas Emar, we go through all the Yom and Tavim, and at the end of all the Yom and Tavim it says, what? The Yikhu Eilecha Shemen Zayisach. And then following the union of Shemen Zayisach, you know what the Torah talks about? 
You should take flour. Flour for what? For the lechem hapanim. Shulchan. So after Shem and Zayasach, it talks about the Shulchan. Says Roikeach, if this is the parsha of the Mayadim, and it talks about all the Yom Tavim, which are Mendai Raisa, and then it alludes to Chanukah, which is what? The Ikhoilach Shem and Zayasach. So then what's Vilakachta Soilas alluding to? That's an allusion to Purim. The Shulchan is an allusion to Purim. Take a look at the Roikeach. We know the Roikeach, Rebbe Lezer Migarmaiza. Rebbe Lezer Migarmaiza had a tradition from Rebbe Yudah HaChosid and from his father about all the precise number of words in all the tefillos. And he is the master of all the Ramazim in the Torah. Right? In 1197, the Roikeach, during the Crusades, his wife and his two daughters were murdered in front of his eyes. And now, uh, Baruch Hashem, he was able to escape with his son. But this is uh, the, during the times of the Rishonim. And the Rekech says the following. Look what he writes. Look at number three. This is a remez to Purim. Right? So it's beautiful. Right? You open up Parshas Emar. It talks about all the Yom and Tavim which are Midai Raisa. Then it alludes to Chanukah. Right? It says, um, And then, that's a remez to the, the Mishnah of Purim. By the way, he adds in something very cute, right? This is from a Rishon. What, is, what do we have after that? We have the Makalel. It's a remez, then on Purim, what do you... Aror Haman. It's a remez to Aror Haman. So if you have it from a Rishon already, then you're supposed to say Aror Haman on uh, Purim. Okay. Very interesting. Chassam Soifer quotes the Rekeach. And Chassam Soifer brings down in the name of a Yesh Mefarshim. What's Pshat that Purim is alluded to in the flower of the Shulchan. What is it about the Shulchan that is uh, reminiscent of Purim? So we would say very simply, we know that the main mitzvah in Purim is Mishteh V'Simcha, which you eat on a table. So the Shulchan is a remez to Purim. The Lechem HaPanim, the Shulchan is a remez to Purim. Right? That's what we would say, simply put, the remez to Purim is the Shulchan. Comes along, the Chassam Soifer, Chassam Soifer says, no, it's much deeper than that. The remez to Purim is a lot deeper than just on Purim we eat on a Shulchan. What's the remez to Purim? So Chassam Soifer says like this. Chassam Soifer, so we would say a Suda, right? They said, no, it's much deeper than that. He says like this. Look at number five, the Gemara Megillah, Daf Yudbeis, Amabes. We know that, you know, Achishrev is having uh, trouble with his wife, so he calls, you know, all of his advisors, Right? It's very interesting. He has trouble with one lady. He has to call seven uh, miyatsim. You know? That's how complicated it could get. Right? <laughs> seven miyatsim. The stargazers, the astrologers, Sanhedrin, you know? Anyway, the Gemara Megillah Dafyabi says like this. The Hakarai Velov, right? What does the Megillah say? The Hakarai Velov, Karshna, Shesar, Admasa, Sarshish, Meres, Marsana, Memuchan. So what would we say? These are seven Persian advisors. Says the Gemara Megillah, no. The names of these seven advisors, Karshna, Shesar, Admasa, Sarshish, Meres, Marsa, Menuchan, Memuchan, are not seven advisors. They were seven Malachi Hasharis. Seven Malachim who advanced various arguments before the Rebani Shalaylam to kill Vashti. So even though you're reading the simple story, and it seems like these are the advisors of Achashverosh, nevertheless, the Gemara Masech, the Megillah, tells us that behind the scenes, what's going on over here? What's going on is seven Malachim are advancing seven different arguments to the Rebbe Shalom to kill Vashti. What are the seven arguments? Look in the Gemara Megillah, Daphid Beis, Amad Beis. 
And number five, the Hakara Evelov, Karshna, Shesar, Admasa, Sarshish, Amar Ablevi, Kal, Pasuk Zeh, Alshum, Karbanes Nemar. This whole Pasuk was stated regarding Karbanos. Karshna! So we would say, you know, Karshna is his name. No. Amru Malachi Ashar Sufne Akadish Baruch Hu, Rebinish Alaylam, Klum Hikrivu Lefanecha, Karim Bene Shana. Do the Gayim offer to you Karim, Rams, Bene Shana, a year old? In other words, Karshna is the compound of Karim Bene Shana. Shwatz Shesar, Klum Hikrivu Lefanecha, Shtei Siren. Do the do the Gayim offer in front of you two turtle doves? Admasa. What's Admasa? Klum banu lefanecha mizbeach adama. Admasa is, do the Gayim build for you a mizbeach of ground, right, of earth? Tarshish. What's Tarshish? Do the Gayim serve you with big day kahuna about which it's written that one of the stones was Tarshish? And Vaiter and Vaiter, the Gemara goes on until it concludes, Mimuchan klum heichinu shulchan lefanecha. Ah, you hear what Memuchan tells the Rebbein Shem? Memuchan says to Hashem, Hashem, you're going to allow the Goyim to destroy Klai Yisrael. Do the Goyim offer Lechem HaPanim on the Shulchan? Right here, Memuchan. Klum, Heichinu, Shulchan Lefanecha. Do the Goyim prepare a Shulchan for you? Now Rabbi Isai, it comes out, there were seven Malachim offering seven arguments before the Rebbein Shem, and of all the arguments that the Rebbein Shem hears from the Malachim, which argument is accepted? Memuchan. So it comes out. Which argument persuaded the Rebbeinu Shalom to allow Vashti to be killed? The argument of Klum Hechinu Shulchan Lefanech. So if we were to ask, in the Zechus of which Avoida in the Beis Hamikdash were Kla Yisrael saved? In the Zechus of the Lechem Apanim, right? According to Chassam Soifer. These were seven Malachi Asharis who offered seven arguments before the Rebbeinu Shalom. <coughs> Mizbeach Adama, Shtei Sairim, Karmenei Shana. And finally, the Makkabapatish, the last argument that won over the Rebbeinu was what? Klum Heichinu Shulchan Lefanecha. So says Achsam Soifer, if we wanted to know in the Zechus of what were we saved on Purim, it would have to be what? Zechus of the Shulchan. So it's beautiful, the Reikach is beautiful. You want to know where Purim is alluded to in the parish of the Mayadim? After v'yikchu elach Hashem and Zayisach, what does the Torah say? V'lakachta soiles, take flour for the shulchan. The shulchan is the mitzvah with which the malach was able to persuade Hashem to kill Vashti. So even though kipshutai, right? If you take the Gemara at simple, at, at face value, the Gemara, the, the Raikach at face value, it would seem like the uh, allusion to Purim is shulchan is a table, right? A table. No, it's more than just a table. In the zechus of the Avoida of the Shulchan, Memuchan, who the Gemara says was a Malach, convinced Hashem to protect Klaisa. So what we'd like to look into a little bit is what is this Inyan that the Shulchan, in the merit of the Shulchan, we were saved in the times of Purim. What does this mean? Also, we have another, uh, other questions that we want to address. And that is, we know that the, the Gemara Megillah discusses What Avera did we do in the times of Haman that we deserve to be destroyed? So what does the Gemara say? We had Hana from the Suda. Now, was the Suda kosher? Simply put, it was kosher, right? Enoines, right? Kedos. But even, let's say we say it was treif. Yeah? That's why we destroy, deserve to be destroyed. 
A Jew that eats treif, the punishment is Misa? No. It's a laugh. It's a laugh in the Torah. And because we were nether from the Suda, so then we deserve lahashmed, laroi, goliabed. I mean, it doesn't make sense. That's not the uh, value system. If it would have said, you know, we were mechal Shabbos, okay, I understand. But because we were nether from a Suda, we, it could have been kosher. And even if it was treif, that's not a reason to deserve destruction. And we know, furthermore, that in the times of Purim, the Gemara tells us, Hadar kebluha bimeach hashverosh, right? That in times of Purim, we accepted the Torah baratzayin. So the Rishayim asked, we accept the Torah Baratzayin, didn't we say Nasev and Ishma and Harsinai? Right? So what did the Rishayim answer? What is the matter? Tanchuma saying Pashas Nayach? Torah Shebech we accepted willingly at Harsinai. We did not accept Torah Shebaal until the times of Purim. What exactly happened at Purim that we were willing to accept Torah Shebaal <coughs> What happened? What changed? What changed? Okay. Gemara Masech Tainus tells us, that Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak were sitting at a Suda. Okay? Remember this Gemara? Dafhei Amir Beis. Gemara Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak. The Gemara goes through many, many halachic discussions that Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak went through. The Gemara says, Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak, have a Yasri b'sudasa. Oh, my Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak. Leima mar milsa. No, you have a good vart. You have something good to say. A nice dvar Torah to say over. Amalei, he said, you want to hear a dvar Torah? The dvar Torah is, you can't talk while you're eating. That's a dvar Torah. Right? Yeah, this conversation is getting off to a good start, right? They can't talk while you're eating, right? Yes, he's asking an innocuous thing, you know, tell me a nice verse. Don't talk while you're eating, have manners, right? He says, hachi Rabbi Yechanan. You want to hear what Rabbi Yechanan said? Yeah, you want to hear what Rabbi Yechanan says? Ein masichin basuda. Why? Shema yaktim kane leveshet. Because you may make the windpipe come before the food pipe. Viyavalidei sakana. And you will come to danger. Rabbi Isai, we are all aware, we are all aware that the Rebani Shalom and Klal Yisrael are not just two separate entities that are very close. It's not the pshat that we're Klal Yisrael and Hashem is our God. In a sense, Klal Yisrael and the Rebani Shalom are one entity. We're one entity. How do we know that? The Medrash says in the beginning of Kisisa, Kisisa es Rosh B'nai Yisrael, the Rebani Shalom says, don't think that when you do a mitzvah, you're uplifting yourself. You're uplifting me. Because it doesn't say, Kisisa B'nai Yisrael. It says, Kisisa Es Roish B'nai Yisrael. God is our head. Now the head, literally means, is attached to the guf. Klal Yisrael is the guf. Gluvon Shalom is the Roish. Shenem the Medrash says, Vayavar Malkam Lefneem Vashem B'Roisham, the Medrash says. Their king passed in front of them and God was at their head. So Rebun Shalom is our head. And... We are the body. By the way, now we understand, Chassam Soifer points out, that throughout Tanakh, what part of the body is the Beis HaMikdash referred to as? Tzavarech Kemigdal Hashem. Kemigdal David Tzavarech. Bonar Letalpiyos. The Beis HaMikdash is called the neck. Why is the Beis HaMikdash called the neck? Because what does it connect? It connects the Rosh to the Guf. It connects the Rebbeinu Shalom to Klal Yisrael. It's the medium, Right? That's the Beis HaMikdash. The function of the Beis HaMikdash is like this. It allows tefillah to go up from... It allows... That's a master copy. <laughs> it allows the... Uh, it allows tefillah to go up from the guf to the rosh and allows the hashpahis to come down from the rosh to the guf. 
Okay? That's the function of the Beis HaMikdash. Chesam Sofer writes, that's why when Yosef and Binyamin meet each other, so what does it say? He falls on his neck, says Rashi, what's he crying over? The Beis HaMikdash! What does the Beis HaMikdash have to do with the neck? The Beis HaMikdash is the neck of Klal Yisrael. We are, the Beis HaMikdash is the neck. It connects the Guf to Klal Yisrael. Right? This is a well-known idea. Okay. Well, let's get a little, little deeper. If the Beis HaMikdash is the neck, and the Rebbe Shalom is the head... And we are the goof. Now we know every neck has two pipes. Two pipes. What are the two pipes that connect the head to the goof? The kana, the windpipe, the vesha, the food pipe. Right? Those are the two. When you shecht an animal, you have to sever. Roiv simanim. Both. Right? You have to sever. So if the base hamikdash is the neck between the Ribbon Shalom and Klai Yisrael, right? And in every head and body. There are two connections. What are the two connections between us and the Rebbein Shalom? The Kana and the Veshet. How do we connect Hashem with the Kana, with the, with the windpipe? You daven, you learn, tefillah, do chesed, you speak good about your friend, you do chesed with your mouth. You're, there are many, many mitzvahs we do with our Kana. That is the first connection between the Rosh and the Guf. What's the other connection? The Veshet. Now, is it possible to serve Hashem with the Veshet? It is possible to serve Hashem with the Veshet. If you eat, L'Shem Shemaim. If a person doesn't eat, Stam, to get pleasure. You eat to give you Kayach, to learn, to do mitzvahs, to do chesed, to keep, to sustain yourself. So these are the two connections between us and the Rebbein Shalom. Kana and Veshet. Which one is more important? Which one is more important? Can you say one is more important than the other? They're both necessary. They're both important. Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak were on the Madrega that everything that they ate, this on the Chassam Seifer, okay? Everything Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak ate was like a carbon. They were eating it purely to give them kayach and chizuk, lavedes Hashem. So Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak were sitting at the meal, and Rav Nachman says to Rav Yitzchak, tell me a Dvar Torah. Rav Yitzchak says, I can't. I'm not allowed to. Why? Because right now I'm eating. And if I'm going to interrupt my eating to say a Dvar Torah, People are going to be under the impression that you can't serve Hashem Ayyidei Achila. And v'yavoy lidei sakana in avoydas Hashem. Shema yaktim kane leveshed. People are going to say, only Torah is important. Only avoydah is important. Only chesed is important. And eating. Eating is for, you know, it's a necessary evil, like in the Christian world. So no, listen to some for amazing pshat. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, while you're eating, Avada at a table, you have to speak to Vay Torah. But while you're eating, you can't speak to Vay Torah. Why? You may give precedence, priority, to what the avoida that you do with your windpipe over the food pipe. And you're going to come to a danger in avoida Hashem. By the way, this is not in the regular Chassam Soifer Al-Torah. This is from the Jerushim Agadah Chassam Soifer. These are chidushim that he said in his younger years. Bekisveyad. It was published many years ago. It's not really readily available. But nevertheless, this is how the Chassam Soifer explains what's, the Gemara. What's the, what's the Sakana? People are going to think the only way to serve Hashem is with the Kana. Okay. And that's, that's, that's a problem. You, problem. you could serve Hashem Ayyidei Achila also. 
In other words, what Rabbi Yechanan is saying is, Shema Yaktim Kanel People may give priority to serving Hashem through the windpipe over the food pipe. Why, why but it's that? not. They're both important avenues. But they're not the same. They're not the same level. Right. Uh, so, so, so let's, you know, let's just give a disclaimer. Avada, Taira is connected. Kulam, that's the Ikra Avoida in, uh, in our lives. Kihem Chayin Avach Yameinu. But to stop, if you're in the middle of eating, and to stop eating, to say Advar Torah, as if to say, like, this is... Worthless? No, this is also an important avoda. Shema yaktim konelavet. Yeah, that's how the Chassam Soifer explains the Gemara. They say this is nothing. It's it's worth if you battle it. Shema yaktim konelavet. So listen to this, right? We covered Purim. We'll we'll do a little uh, something from the Shlach on this. Listen to this. So we have two pipes. We have two avenues of connecting to Hashem. We have the Kone, Hakol Kol Yaakov Torah Tfila. Chesed and the Veshet. Achilo l'shem shamayim. Rabbi said these are like two vavs. These are like two vavs. In fact, the Shlach Kodesh says the Veshet is a vav. The Veshet is a vav. Take a look. However, the Shlach Kodesh quotes that the esophagus, the food pipe, actually when you're not eating, is, you know, angeboygen. It's, it's shriveled up, it's small, it's, it's a little vav. But if you give too much achila to the Veshet, and you lose focus, then let's take the oisiyos of veshet. Vav, shin, tes. Vav, shin, tes. If you start focusing too much on that vav, you know what's going to happen? <clears throat> You're going to cause the vav to go to the end of the word. Shin, tes, vav. Shtus. It's a foolishness. To get carried away with the, with the eating. That's what Shlach says. That's why you have in part in Bamidbar, when it talks about Kla Yisrael, they're aggressively going after the man. What does the Pasuk say? Shatu Ha'am Lilkite. Where if you're running after the Veshet, the Vav is going to get transplaced. That's why the Shlach Kodesh says, Chacham, Einov, Bereshay. The Chacham has eyes in his head. Kidding me. And the Shaita has eyes on his toes. I mean, what does it mean? Chacham, Einov, Bereshay. Says the Shlach. Chacham, Einov, Bereshay, Vav. The Chacham makes sure that at the beginning, the Vav stays at the beginning of Veshet. <laughs> chacham, Einav, Beresh, Vav. Make sure the Shlach Kaddish. This is all the Shlach Kaddish, Shara Oisiyos. He has many, many pages on Kedusha Sahila. <laughs> many pages. Many, many pages. Chacham, Einav, Beresh, Vav. What? So listen. So the first thing is, when you go after the Achila, the Vav goes from the beginning of the word, goes to the end of the word. Now, when you get really into it, <laughs> the vav starts getting a little bit longer, gets a little bit taller, a little bit heavier, and, and now it's not shatu anymore. Now it's no. satan. <laughs> it becomes from veshet that starts Ooh. off as you know the tra- the esophagus. It turns into shatu, and then it becomes satan. Satan. That's where the satan comes from. When you get carried away with achila. And you get carried away with Achila. That's why, what is Esav? Esav is the Veshet. Yaakov is the Kana. Yaakov is Hakol Kol Yaakov. Esav is Halitaini Na. Just pour it down. Let that Veshet expand. Yeah? What does Targumunkla say? Vayivez Esav es Habachaira. Vayivez says Targumunkla's Veshat. Says the Shlach Kadosh. Veshet. That is, right? The Shlach Kadosh also, Chsam Soifer points out. That's what Esav is about. So Haman is thinking to himself, you know, 
What am I going to get? How am I going to destroy Kla Yisrael? I'm going to make them do a little Avera. I'm going to make them, you know, what am I going to do already? So Haman thinks to himself, when do I ever find throughout history that someone did an Avera that brought Misa L'Oilam? That you could eat something and bring the Satan down. The Nachash. Haman minatayra minayin. Haman What? It's like a crossword puzzle. Haman minatayra minayin. Could you find me the three letters? Hey, mem nun. No, because I'm not parked on that block. Is there a car blocking the rabbit sim right in front of the shul? You know, not a. What kind of a car? Eight Eight car. It's a silver it's band, right, right here, right, so right, right. Maybe it's the one of the shoes. No, sure. Next door, or it's, it's right, right, right here. So the Gemara, the Gemara says in Masechta Chulin, Haman menatar minayin. Where's the remez to Haman? Right, Hamin ha'etz. So, what is the Gemara talking about? Because you have the three letters, hey, mem, nun. So we're making like a game out of it. No, Haman menatar minayin means Haman's thinking to himself. Where in the Torah do we find that you could make someone do an Avera that will make Satan Merakeid Beinenu and bring Klai Al-Ailam? The answer is Hamin Ho'etz. Because Adam Arishain went after the Veshet and when you go after the Veshet, the Veshet turns into Satan. Rabbi, so listen to this, it's amazing. Before Adam Arishain sinned from the Yetz Hadas, where was the Satan? He's outside. outside. And then he eats from the Eitz Hadas. The Satan comes. Ah, so Haman learned when you go after the Veshet, when you go after Achila, that brings the Satan, that brings Klaya. So therefore Haman says, Yeah, how do I get that Nun? How am I going to get that Nun from the Vav to a Nun? He says, I'm going to make them eat at the Suda. I'm going to be Ma'ayra the Chet of the Eitz Hadas. And that's why Haman says, Yasu Eitz, how high? Chamishimama. Why Chamishimama? You hang someone 50 animals tall, you can't even see who's up, who's up there. I mean, if you want to hang someone, you don't hang them 50 animals tall, right? The Gemara says above 20 animals. You can't even yeah. see it anymore. Why 50 animals? The answer is Haman wanted to be Ma'ar, the nun, the nun of the Satan, turning the Veshet, like the Shla says, making it into Shatu, and then elongating the Vav into Satan. Into Satan. Shla says like this. He's the one that prepared all the Suda, Haman? Ma? Haman did all this. Haman, he's a smart guy. He did this. He heard this. He knew the shir. He knew all this. He knew Haman minatarminayin. Haman's where did Haman learn that by being machshel someone avera you bring klaya? Haman ha'etz. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we all, it's all, it's all, it's all. Haliteni na min adam azeh. What does the Balaturim say? Haliteni na min. Rashi tevois. Haman, same thing. Esav knows, just pour it down. Why? Esav says, I'm so involved in my veshet. The satan rules over me so much. Haliteni na min. Spells out Haman. Says the shla. Says the shla. That's why you have. Listen to this. Five times. Rashi and Pashas B'chukaisai brings down that there are five times in Tanakh that Yaakov Avinu's name is spelled Male. Yud, Ayin, Kuf, Vav, Vez. Why five times? He has six extra, he has five extra Vavs. Six extra Vavs. Right? Excuse me, five extra Vavs. Five times Yaakov is spelled Male. Why? Five times Vav is, which ice? 
Lamed, because Yaakov Avinu is the Kane, Lamed, Limud, Limud Atayra. So Yaakov Avinu takes five of the Vavs to himself. Five times Vav is 30. That's why the five Vavs of Yaakov Avinu represent the Ois Lamed of Limud Atayra. So we have the struggle between Yaakov Avinu and Esav. Yaakov is the Kane, Esav is the Veshet. Now, the Veshet's important for us also. Because if we're able to influence the Veshet, so then like the Gemara Taina says, no, Shema Yaktim Kana Veshet, they're both equally important avenues of serving Hashem. But if the Veshet starts to influence the Kana, so then the Veshet expands, the Vav goes to the end of the word, it becomes Shaita, and then the Satan comes. So you have these two Vavs, the Kana and the Veshet, that are always struggling with each other. Rabbi say, how many loaves of bread do we have on the Lechem HaPanim? Twelve. Twelve. You have Vav on one side, you have Vav on the other side. Rabbi Isai says the Bnei Yisachar, amazing. Yeah. If the base Hamikdash was the Tzavar of Klai the neck of Klai Yisrael, Tzavarech kemigdal Hashem, kemigdal David Tzavarech. So every Tzavar has to have a Kana and a Veshet. What's the Kana of the base Hamikdash? And what's the Veshet of the base Hamikdash? The Kana HaRoitzeh Lehachim Yadrim, you want to become smart, you go to the south, the Gemara Babasar, Chafayam Abay says, right, Vesimanech, Menoira Shabadarim. The Menoira represents what? Torah Shabbat Peh. Torah Shabbat Peh. Right, I just point out this parenthetically. Right, we know that Moshe Abenu was Neskasha the Menoira, he couldn't understand the Menoira. So in Pashat Allah, Hashem says, Vizeh Tasa. This is how you have to do it. What did Moshe get? What the Mizbech was easier than the Menoira? Why was the Menoira so complicated? Right? If our scroll got it down, then Moshe Rabbeinu could get it. Right? What, what was so complicated about the Menorah? So listen to this. The Gros says that if you look in, in Rashi and Pasha's Chuma, how many Kaf Torim, how many Gviyim were in the Menorah? Gviyim. There were 22 goblets on the Menorah. Gviyim. 22 goblets. How many... Pirachim, nine, that's 31. How many Kaftairim? Eleven, 42. Plus, how many branches of the Menorah? Seven, that's 49. <coughs> and the Menorah itself was the 50th. We know Moshe Rabbeinu was given 49 levels of Chachma, Chasar Achas, right? The Gemara Rosh Hashanah says, Shenemar There are 50 levels of Chachma. Moshe understood how many? 49 represented by the 49 ornaments of the menorah. What he didn't understand is the 50th shower of Chachma that the menorah itself represents. So he was Neskasha be menorah, and Hashem had to show it to him because he couldn't fathom what the menorah represented. The menorah represents Chachma Satayra. Right? The Nitziv points out that in the Midrashim, when a Tana says a good Svara, what does Reb Tarfin say? Kaftar v'ferach. Yeah, when I was in Yeshiva, if you say a good Pshad and Shir, the Rebbe would say, Kaftar v'ferach. What's he saying? Uh, buttons and flowers? <laughs> the, the ornaments of the Menorah represent Chachma Satayra. The Kane of the Beis HaMikdash, says Mnei Saschar, is what? The Menorah. That's the windpipe. The Veshed of the Beis HaMikdash is what? Shulchan. Shulchan. It's a Shulchan. What? The shulchan, the oh, table. The, the, the esophagus, the food pipe. We have two yamim toivim a year that connect, connect us to Rabbanu Shalom. We have Hanukkah, 
Chanukah was Niskan what? Which, which type are we focusing on on Chanukah? The Kaneh. But Purim, what do we focus on? The Veshet, the Shulchan, the Veshet. We focus on the Veshet on Purim, which is represented by which part of the Beis Hamikdash? The Shulchan. The Shulchan. So now we understand Rabbi Isai. Now we understand what? The Rekeach means that after all the Yom Toivim, it says, That's a remez to what? The Menorah, Chanukah. And after that, what? Shulchan. The Shulchan. Why the Shulchan? So we said, because that was the argument that the Malachi Asharis gave to Ibn Shom to save Kla Yisrael. But in fact, what we have over here is that the Shulchan, the Veshet, this is the second pipe that attaches us to Ribanisham. That's the second pipe. The Grot writes that Amalek is primarily focused on Achila. That the Amalek that is found inside of us is Bemidida Achila. And the Avoida Purim is Bemishta, Besimcha, to be able to understand why we're eating. We're eating because Shema Yaktem Kanel We eat L'Shem Shamayim, not, not that, oh, Taira, Avoida, that's the Iker. And then we eat, when we eat, we eat, we eat just for Hana. We eat so that the two vavs sit equally on the shulchan and they both are mechazik each other. We learn l'shem shamayim, obviously, right? Now, learning l'shem shamayim is not as important. You know that? The Gemara says that uh, even if you don't learn really l'shem shamayim, but when it comes to achila. You have to be more on guard that you eat l'shem shemayim. Why? Because it's very difficult to eat l'shem shemayim. Says Achsam Sofer, that's the reason why. When it comes to shechting mekane, what's the halacha? If it's nifgam, if there's a pagam in the kane, it's only a problem if there's a, a pagam in most of the kane. But when the Gemara Nechulun says if there's a pagam in the veshet, even if there's a pagam in koshuhu, it's possible. Why? Because when it comes to serving Hashem Ba'achila, that requires more vigilance. You have to make sure that you're doing it properly. 100%. So Memuchan is, uh, is an So Memuchan is, is really is the argument. Memuchan is really the argument that um, that the Malachi Hasharis gave to Ibn Shem to save Kali. So what was the argument? The argument Shulchan. of Shulchan. the Shulchan. Ah, says the Shlach Kadosh. Take a look at your Kaneh, or someone else's Kaneh, and you'll notice... There are six rings around the kana. In fact, there's six rings around the kana. What's the pshat? Love. Because what's the purpose of the kana? Like karasa kadosh bris and misa Allah, the tarshavah peh. The gemara gitten says, what's the tarshavah peh? The shishe sidre mishnah. You have the six rings around the kana to remind you what the function of the kana is. What the function of the kana is. It's amazing, amazing thing. And Mamela, when it came to Purim. And Klal Yisrael saw what happens when they forsake the Kana and they focus on the Veshe. And the Veshe turns into a Shatu. And then the Veshe turns into Satan. And then comes the Aitz Gavoya Chamishimama when the Nun comes. So Klal Yisrael said, Ah, oh, we have to make sure that we use the Veshe to serve the Kana, which is Tarashabal Peh. And the Mela, their Makabel Tarashabal Peh, the Yahava. By the way, this is all uh, not my Chidushim. It comes from uh, a mimer of Repinchas Friedman in the Sefer Shvilei Pinchas, Tavshin Samach Tes, if you want to take a look. Okay. So I so, so excited to say it, we, uh, we still have some time left. So let's elaborate even further. 
Haman is selecting, I didn't plan on saying this, but you know, Rav Ezra is here, I got so excited to say over this mimer, we have uh, more time. <laughs> Haman looks at the Chodesh of Adar, right? He looks at all the Chadashim, and he picks the month of Adar. Why the month of Adar? We said that already last Why night. the month of Adar? Now we have a Nupshat. <laughs> Why the month of Adar? Why the month of Adar? And what's the Indian, Rabbi Isai? That Haman Dafka wants to hang Mordechai. What does he have to hang Mordechai? You know, there are many ways to go. Right? The Gemara says there are over 900 ways to go. Lamavas Taitzais. There are more than 900 ways to go. Why Dafka does Haman want to hang Mordechai? Okay. If you look at the Svarno, Parsha Shmini, and this is also found in many Chsam Soifers Al and we refer to some of them. The Beis Hamikdash is referred to as what? Tzavar. The neck. The neck. Says Chsam Soifer, the concept of having a neck implies that we need to be attached to the Hashem through a medium. Right? Hashem is the Rosh, like we said. We're the Guf, and we need to be attached to the Hashem through a Tzavar. Says the Svarno, look in Pasha Shmini, that really we shouldn't need a Beis HaMikdash. Really what we would like is that Hashem should rest in us directly without a medium. Who needs a building? Why do we need a pipeline? We want Hashem to rest in us straightforward. Straightforward. Like it says, V'nasati mishkani b'soychechem. Says the Sfarno, says the Soifer, before the Ched Ho'egel, there was no plan to build a mishkan. No, it was out of the plans. Why was it out of the plans? Who needs a medium? Who needs a tzavar if you could have the Rosh and the Guf together as one? But on the other hand, we weren't Zaycha. And that's why if you look in the Svarno, that's why Hashem commanded us about certain types of macholim that we have to eat. The Svarno says, had it not been for the Chedo Egel, there would have been no commandment against Treif. We would have been so nizdachech, we would have been so purified that Hashem would have rested in us. But because we sinned with the Egel, we needed to purify our bodies so that Hashem could rest in us through a medium. But the main goal is, says Achsam Soifer, says the Svarno, la'asid lavai, we won't need a Beis HaMikdash. They say this openly. That we so what will we have the Beis HaMikdash for? Just to bring Karbanos. But if you want to know where is going to be the resting place of the Shekhinah, on the Jew directly. No Tzavar. We don't need a Tzavar. The, the Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi is only going to be Makayim Karbanos. But not a Makayim HaShras HaShchina. The Makayim HaShras HaShchina, the Svarno says, Parsha Shmini, Chsam Soifer is Parsha Zvayigash. And in, and in many other places, by the way, the Avni Nezer says the same thing in Pashat Vayigash, that us and lovely, we won't need a Beis HaMikdash. On the other hand, Zelu If we could reach a Madrega, that we're not going to need a neck to connect to God, then we know all the Umay Sa'ilam connect to their Sar, right? How? They also have a medium. Right? We know all the nations of the world are represented by different behemoths. Right, we learned in uh, Sefer Daniel that um, Bavel is represented by the lion. Bavel is the lion. Persia is the bear. Um, Yavan is the leopard. Right? You look in Sefer Daniel. There is one Uma that is so mituav and so disgusting. They don't need a pipeline. They don't need a neck between them and their Shairash Atoma. Esav. What is Esav compared to? Chazir. Go to the zoo. You look at a, a, um, a pig. A pig is the only behemoth with no neck. It's a head and a goof, bam. It's the only animal. 
No, no, no drushes over here. That's what it says in Tehillim. Yecharsemeno, chazir, Esav is compared to the pig. Why is Esav compared to the pig? Because he is a pig. Because, and also, because he does, he's so connected. In other words, the, the Malach HaMoves, the Kayach is not connected to Esav, is Esav. The Rosh and the Gufar, Mechur Yachtav, says Sam Seifer. But Le'osid Lavoi, we will be like Esav, connected to Hashem without a neck. We will be doyme to one other thing in this Bria that has no neck. Doug. Doug him. Fish has no neck. Is a head and a goof together. Mechubar Yachtav. So Esav is casting, um, Haman is casting Geirolois. Haman is casting Lats. And he's looking at different months and he sees Doug him. And he mistakenly thinks what? Ah, this is my time that I'm mamish mechubar l'guf. This is like the dog, it's like the, it's like the uh, chazer. Now I'm mamish one with the kayach Now I'm going to sever their connection. That's why the one thing that Haman did, what was the first thing he did? Before he came to power. Kasav sitna yushalayim. He seized the building of Beis HaMikdash. Right? Like the Gemara says, before Haman even rose to power. He stopped the tzavar. He cut them at the tzavar. And now he wants to destroy Kaiso once and for all because he sees Mazal Adar Dogim. But he made a mistake. Because Mazal Adar Dogim is not for him. Mazal Adar Dogim represents that Adar is like a page out of Lost Lavai. Adar, the Yamtif Purim, is Mamisha time out of Lost Lavai. It's out of a future era. That's why the Maral says, Kal Hayamim Taibim Betalim, Chutzmi Purim. Why Chutzmi Purim? Because Purim is like a day out of La'asad Lavai. You know, it's imagine like Hashem went into a time machine. He took a day out of the Yemais HaMashiach and He put it into Azman Azah. That's what Purim is. That's why Kol HaYom Tem B'Telem, except for Purim, because Purim is one of those days. Purim is the dog. Purim represents the time that we're not going to need the Tzavar. We're Mamish Mechubar, Roshoi Legufai. Roshoi Legufai. So now, instead of Haman hanging Mordechai on the eighth Gavaya Chamishim Ama. After he severs the base Hamikdash, now Mordechai just the opposite. He hangs Haman, and Haman is cut. His connection to his Kaya is cut. And following the the uh, Purim miracle, Kaiso returns to Eretz Yisrael. They build the base Hamikdash. They establish the Tzavar. They return the Menorah. The Kana, they return the Shulchan, the Veshet. You read the Torah, we have a remiss to these two Yom and Tavim following the Parsha of the Mayadim. First you have La Kachta, the Yikol HaShem and Zayezach. That's the Menorah. That's Chanukah. That's the Kana. Then you have La Kachta Soilas. That's the Shulchan. Like Memuchan says to Achashverosh, Klum Heichinu Shulchan Lafanecha. So we have to understand the Avoida of Purim is not that the Veshet should get carried away and turn into Satan. It's just the opposite. That the Veshet should be influenced by the Kana. And you have two Vavs standing side by side. By the way, I saw the Belzarebah said that's why the Mizbeach can't be smacking in between the, the Menorah and the Shulchan. Why? Because the Kana and Veshet have to be side by side. There's no such thing. One has to influence the other. One ha- so uh, the Avoida of Purim yeah, is that... By the way, the Ramah writes that there's an Indian to learn right before the Suda. Right before the Suda, there's an Indian to learn. The Ramah cites the Pasuk, La Yehudim, Haisa, Aira, 
v'simcha. Ayrazu Taira. What's the Indian of learning at the at the Suda? Suda Purim. Right before the Suda, Ramah says you should learn a little bit. By the way, I'll tell you something very interesting. The Ramah says you should learn before Suda Purim. The Mishnah writes, "We know Shloshim Yom Kaidem Achag. You should start learning Hilchos Pesach." So the Shlomo Kluger writes in a tshuva: If you have to learn before the Suda, and you're supposed to learn Hilchos Pesach on Purim, put two to two together. You should learn Hilchos Pesach before Purim. But what's the union of learning before the Suda? Says the Dake Moshe, the Ramah on the Torah, because you don't want to get carried away with the Suda. You don't want to get carried away. Uh-huh. Yeah, Purim is about Mishnah Simcha, but you don't want the Mishnah Simcha to turn the Veshet into Satan. So you learn a little bit to understand that you want the Kana to influence the Veshet. You want the Kana? By the way, the, we know Maran Bet Yosef, right? He had a Malach that came to learn with him. So the Maran Bet Yosef writes in the Magid Meshon Parshas Vayakel that the Magid told him, the Malach told him, why do we fast on Tainus Esther? Why do we fast on Tainus Esther? The Magid said, because you don't want to get carried away with Sudas Purim. You want to start with a little bit of tshuva to understand the frame of mind you have to have for Purim. The, the, the avoida of Purim is that the kane should influence the veshet. They stand side by side on the shulchan. Six on one side, six on the other side. That's the remez to Purim. V'lakach ta'sodas, Rabbi Yisrael, have a wonderful day.